Hello again listeners, my name is Jodine Carpenter and this podcast will be about themes and issues in Caribbean philosophy. Um, in this episode, I'm going to be giving an overview of Caribbean philosophy and of course, um, without ado, um, epistemology. Uh, Caribbean epistemology is different from Western or classical or traditional epistemology. And that's what really Caribbean philosophy is about. It's just to highlight where, highlight those areas that you know it has been overlooked or it has been over influenced by um, Western philosophy. So the overarching idea um, in in Caribbean philosophy is you know how do we now how do we know, but um, also. You know what is Caribbean philosophy? You know what what makes it so different, or why isn't it uh, philosophy that everybody knows about? So, what is um, Caribbean philosophy, and who even knows about it? Who are the philosophers that you know say things about it? And there are a number of philosophers who have um, you know purported ideas about what Caribbean philosophy is or what they think Caribbean philosophy is. Pageant Henry, um, C.L.R. James, um, Jennifer Lisa Vest, and a lot of other philosophers. Um, Caribbean philosophy is very much influenced by, of course, Western Western um, philosophical tradition, Asian philosophical tradition, and definitely African philosophical tradition. So Western philosophy basically tells us um, Western epistemology rather because you know epistemology is of course the study of knowledge is the area that deals with the study of knowledge and that kind of knowledge there are like two schools of thought and it's um, rationalism and empiricism and rationalism is just that school that deals with reasoning and you know logic and that's really how the i mean ancient philosophers medieval and um modern western philosophers that's how they viewed um viewed knowledge and how we should gain knowledge and um asian philosophy we can see that a lot in our um in terms of the influence from indian culture chinese culture and a lot more but for sure the Afro-Caribbean is, of course, influenced heavily by um, African philosophy in terms of how we gain knowledge. You know, in Africa, African philosophical tradition, a feature is the way that they understand reality. And to them, knowledge is gained by the collective rather than an indi- rather than taking an individual approach unlike um, of course Descartes who said that the only way to know is by doubting that one thing that that doubt by doubting everything and that one thing that you can't doubt so that's that's knowledge and whether it's you know imper- whether they're empiricists or or rationalists Berkeley Hume a lot of them they just talk talk about um, the mind and you know that individual approach and that's to them that's how you that's the only way that you can um arrive at knowledge but caribbean philosophy is just a way of saying that you know there are other ways to know you don't um a single person 
cannot give knowledge for everybody a single person won't understand um knowledge and that's pretty much what a lot of the philosophers are saying especially for jennifer lisa vest she was saying um she proposing an idea of new dialogue and this is an idea that sought to uh, present a new avenue of thought that involves incorporating cross-cultural dialogue and those are her words cross-cultural dialogues so that we can expand and encourage a new scope of philosophical um conceptualization thereby redefining the traditional sources of knowledge so she what she's really arguing is that what she said is that we cannot determine the important questions by looking only within the confines of one culture or one epistemic frame so caribbean philosophy is so wide and it's you know it's a lot of different cultures is incorporated in it and you cannot really define caribbean philosophy based on one idea one culture and that's really what she was saying paget henry he said that you know caribbean philosophy is founded almost concealed in um in non-philosophical discourses like arts, music, um, literature, and that's really true because a lot of our songs. I mean, we'll discuss this a lot more further down in um, this this discussion. But that's how we find a lot of a lot of the themes, a lot of the issues. They're hidden in these songs, in these um, songs that we listen to for, for pleasure. So. That's really um, like an overview of, of Caribbean philosophy. And in terms of the sources of knowledge in Caribbean, instead of you know, being rational or being logical, Caribbean philosophy just says that there are other ways of knowing. There are other sources of knowledge. And one of those sources um, is dreams. And you know, um, mem- memorials or um, any way that requires the collective, any knowledge that's passed down through generation, and those in those instances where um, knowledge fits, as in Western philosophy says, knowledge is justified through belief, and in a lot of instances, Caribbean philosophy fits in this category where there's a belief that's justified, and it actually corresponds to reality. So a lot of our dreams, um, a lot of um, superstitions, you know, well, superstition is is another controversial issue because, you know, according to um, the standard of, of philosophy, persons who think that knowledge is the persons who believe that the real knowledge comes from dreams or or from um or from any other superstition or from religion those are the people who are um who are the undereducated they're too superstitious or they just don't know what they're talking about and that's really um what the issue that's where the issue is in terms of caribbean philosophy and western philosophy stay tuned for my other episode This next episode will be on metaphysical and existential issues in um, Caribbean philosophy, um, narrowing down on the themes in Caribbean identity. One of the main um, books that were studied in this course was um, Caliban's Reason by Paget Henry. And the, Calib- the title of Caliban's Reason um, was the reference to the character Caliban in Shakespeare Tempest 
and the story behind this can be applied to the identity and you know the history of uh, Caribbean philosophy. So Caliban's reason was the title Caliban was a reference to Shakespeare's Caliban, who was the son of a witch, and he was really an outcast because a lot of persons referred to him as the monster. Uh, but he was the only real native of um, the island that was referred to in the in the play. A lot of people referred to him as a monster, uh, but there was one thing about him that was very special, and that's his amazing um, his nature of being so human and being so caring and being well, not, not caring, but possible of feeling or possible of um having feelings and you know sentience just like a human being even though he didn't look like a human being and um being an inhabitant or a real native of an island that was you know in which you're being an outcast it's almost equal to the caribbean situation in in regards to the history of colonization and the same can be understood from the story of Frankenstein and you know being created from a lot of different dead bodies into a whole into a whole person and you know it's kind of similar to our situation where Caribbean philosophy is not just one thing it's a it's a combination of several different cultures and several different identity to form that one identity it's not really a new identity because it's a mixture of you know all those identities but it's a partic it's a different entity so in this topic is very important this topic of um, personhood that's very important and you know who is a person who is a human being or what is that thing that identifies someone as a person and a person personhood is really connected to the idea of a human being so a person a person would be capable of um, feeling of um, you know feeling physical pain or emotional pain or um, anything that human beings can can are, are capable of and one of these things is rational is being rational so personhood would account for the rational aspect of um, human beings and when we talk about personhood we also talk about this idea of in of agency and agency is really that aspect that says that human beings are responsible for themselves and this whole theme of identity is connected to the biological makeup of an individual so um your identity is 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 who you are it's not just um where you're from but it's just it's a collective of those of those ideas that everything that has made you who you are so a human being is rational but they also have agency so they're responsible for themselves uh, human values come from this idea that we are able or or we are capable of reasoning um in our own and it's reasoning on our own and it's linked to the idea of agency and how we're responsible we are for our actions and 
um, Kant's theory can be applied um, to this. But um, it's how we make sense of, our, of the world that we live in and how we act in terms of the outcome that we want to get and the, appro- and the method or the means that we, we use to, to, to arrive at this end. And this can just be applied to Caribbean philosophy in that it's a um it's just a separate it's a certain type of understanding of reality that is going to be applied to to all different aspects to social aspects to the cultural aspects to the political aspects these this is what we use that's our rationality or a way of of um being rational that's what is applied to um to to certain different aspects of of life so politically um socially just our understanding of things and you know that way how we were influenced by colonization and you know caribbean philosophy is just that is just below the standard because it's for people who cannot be rational people who don't reason and as mentioned before that philosophy that you know the western philosophy that says that you have to be rational but Lisa Vest was Jennifer Lisa Vest was just saying that we have to move away from the monologue to uh, more more of a dialogue, and we're not seeing that dialogue coming from Western philosophy, and that's what we're trying to break away from in Caribbean philosophy. So that's Caliban's reasoning. You know, that's Caliban's reasoning. It's just this is the reasoning of you know the monster of the outcast. This is the way how. Um, this is that kind of view of life. That's how. That's our understanding of what the nature of reality is. The next um, topic that we're going to be discussing in this episode is the social, ethical, and political issues in Caribbean philosophy. Now, throughout this episode, what's the themes are the topics that are going to come out is um, include the political systems in Jamaica in the Caribbean. What is the ideal political system for um, the Caribbean society, and also the foundation of Caribbean society. Um, you know the features of the Caribbean society and the what really. In terms of contemporary society, what are those things that we can identify with um, Caribbean society? And, of course, education, the role that education plays in understanding our reality and um, knowing what is ideal for, 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 for the society in which we live. And, and um, lastly, the promise, the notion of promise. What, what, what were we promised? by the various different different entities by the by the whites in the colon, in, from colonization and by the government you know what's what do we understand as promise and what were we promised and what do we have what is our current situation now the foundation of the caribbean society is um, you know of course slavery it's founded upon slavery and with slavery comes with racism and you know through our history of colonialism and these are a lot of issues that come out um in in terms of our current situation racism and of course a division of social classes 
so we have the upper class the middle class the lower class um you know the brown the white the brown and the dark skin and you know the richer the, the, the not so rich and the poor and the not so poor so it's this idea of standards not just caribbean but you know every every other nation or any developed nation there's a like a uh, uh, there's a scale or there's that's just a standard but in the Caribbean it's it's uh, for me in my opinion I think it's really um, in terms of social class it's, it's for color the color of your skin I mean the brown you get it's not really white the whiter you are of course there are white persons here but it's really color you know the brown you are it's con considered to be the richer you are it's just some of those idea um, in terms of polit po um, politics, we have there are a few persons who were advocating for political independence in Jamaica, in freedom from um, the Westminster system, and one of those include CLR James, and he was one of the major advocates for political um, independence, um, especially in his book um, Black. Um, the black J the black Jacobins the black Jacobins yes and we can see this through the West Indies Federation even though it wasn't it didn't last a long time but it was just an attempt to um, to kind of obtain a certain political level of political freedom and of course an attempt to raise Caribbean philosophy to another standard even if that wasn't his intention but it was really to raise Caribbean philosophy as a um, as an ideal branch or as another branch in philosophy that we could recognize um so of course the west the west indies federation yes and and from that the social and economic development that we have that we have made since you know gaining this independence our possessions you know what have we obtained through through a lot of this and we can see this in a lot of the unions that we have, for example, the UNESCO, um, we have the Blue Mountain, a lot of those things like Blue Mountain, Goat Island, the cockpit and tourism. This is a way that, you know, Caribbean philosophy has developed in a, a per, developed per se, you know, as, as, a, as, a, as, a, as a society. And there are a few problems that come with um, what comes with politics. So what is the ideal democracy or what is the ideal political system of the of the Caribbean and especially in Jamaica where you have political allegiance with your JFK or PNP, you know, it brings a lot brings about a lot of um, conflict because you know if you're if you're based if your allegiance is pledged to one um, political group, then of course it's going to raise a lot of problems with another political group who that doesn't share the same um, views and ideas, and that brings about conflict and violence, which is another um, aspect of our understanding of reality, another aspect of our um, of our reality, of our the nature of the Caribbean. So it's that idea of political um, identity. So is democracy really the ideal? Um, political system for the Caribbean. Are we better off as an independent um, political nation, or are we better off, you know, being 
um, colonized by, not colonized, but being under the Westminster system, even though we still have a lot of those features um, that were adopted from um, England. We still have a lot of those in um, being, we still have a lot of influence from the Westminster system in our, in our, um, in our culture now. But it's, it brings us to the idea that education is very important in understanding all of this or in moving away or raising the standard or you know just just getting a general understanding of um of your life of politics of um the society and of ethics it's education is that key education is that thing where if you know if you have knowledge of um, a particular thing then you know if you know the ideal it's like similar to what Plato says you know if you know the ideal of a thing then you work towards obtaining that ideal and it's just an understanding um, of the ideal what of our ideal democracy and you know working towards that as a as a nation and like Padgett Henry says it's you know even though it's it's hidden it's up to the philosopher to to try to identify or try to move away from or to move towards rather try to move towards that independence you know that philosophical independence that epistemological independence welcome to another episode of my podcast in this podcast i'm going to be talking about um art, art and cultural issues in caribbean philosophy and the two main areas that i'm going to be focusing on is um, aesthetics and the non-philosophical discourses that were mentioned by Padgett Henry. Um, so, aesthetics, of course, you know, deals with well in the Caribbean, and what I'm going to be discuss- discussing, it's in the it deals with the Caribbean and our notion of beauty, and of course, fashion is a part of our culture and the various. You know beauty standards that we have in the Caribbean um, as a result of colonization and non-philosophical discourses in terms of music especially but of course there are other forms of non-philosophical discourses um, for example literature and uh, and a lot more so what are the features of a beautiful person and of course in colonization I mean the standards of beauty it has changed and it has evolved but to me i think beauty in the caribbean or in not just the caribbean but i think for a lot of people for a lot of society beauty is you know the whiteness of your skin and um through this this discussion i'm going there are going to be some overlapping in terms of you know beauty and how we can apply certain songs certain the themes in certain, you know, the non-philosophical discourses and how they can be applied to our concept or our idea of beauty. So beauty, um, you mean equals whiteness of your skin or to the level of whiteness of your of your skin, and this is um, influenced by a lot by you know f- from early days. No, only whites could learn. Only whites could go to school since since slavery days. Only whites could. You know, learn to read, learn to write. Until um, mulattoes started being the ones who who could learn or who could advance educationally. 
because of course they were children of white even though they were um even though they were black as well but um it's this throughout this stage this stage from you know just being purely white going to school and then um purely mulatto going to school and we can see this um in a, one of the songs called Selassie Children by by um Chronics. and there's a line that says in life we got scrutinized to the point where I have to ask who am I so this idea of who am I that's who that's our identity um as we discussed before who are we as um Caribbean people are we black or do we want to be white because that's what our colonizers were because that's what our colonizers said is beautiful do we want to be what do we want to be white or do we want just to be socially accepted and we kind of get the idea of um if after the slaves were freed i mean freedom was limited of course in a sense that you know you're a free man but um limited freedom is almost like it's no freedom at all because of course you're you're just um you're just distributing into a world where you're new to it you know a lot of things you're not going to be accepted into it because you're black certain jobs even we can see this even now there are certain jobs that require um you know a certain feature certain physical feature you know probably straight hair um probably lighter skin so certain jobs require a certain skin color or hairstyle or type and it therefore forces the job seeker to want to be whiter and this is in terms of um, aesthetics and our idea of beauty so our parents for a lot of people their parents usually say you have to wash out your children or you have to if you're a black person you have to um just find a white guess that your child won't be that dark skin and it's a lot of this idea that you know that has been instilled into us as caribbean people that causes a lot of identity confusion and causes people to bleach and it's not bleaching is of course there can be um a lot of justification for it as you know just a preference or whatever but it once it gets to the point of altering that one thing that identifies you to a part identified you with a particular group particular culture you're black and if you're altering that thing then it of course it's going to be very um controversial so um it's very um controversial and um in another um instance i'm going to be talking about the music so the music is another um philosophical one of those non-philosophical um tradition that Paget henry mentions and we can see this um music can be applied to our beauty um in those songs the philosophers i would call the artists the philosophers because those are the ones that are singing about the issues they're ones that are really highlighting the issues um in 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 through their songs and the songs a lot of the themes that come out would be of course liberation and as i said before we can apply the themes to the beauty in chronic said that song about um, black is beautiful they never told us that black is beautiful so here we see they as in the colonizers or or you know racists they never told us that you know black is beautiful and it has a lot to say especially for those who are um for the future generation 
because we weren't told that black is beautiful so we have to alter alter the color of your skin and in terms of liberation we can see this through um redemption song you know we, there's a repetitive line back a song of freedom um we cannot change the past but what we have to do is um is move on the past is already already determined and it has already affected our culture and our reality and it's our duty to, to you know try to move forward mentally and of course as like the song says emancipate yourself from mental slavery from marcus garvey um it's just that idea that you know we can in order to move forward we have to do it's like a mental process it's also a mental process because our notion of beauty and um our notion of ethics and axiology and all of that a lot of it in order to move on we have to change a certain mindset or change some aspect that you know that were instilled in us um because you know we were told a certain thing a certain um a certain standard so with the theme of music a lot of um ideas can come out of that a lot of themes a lot of repetitive themes that keep coming out of liberation beauty and god and of course the motherland a lot of um celebrities like to mention the motherland